0: presents NFT, I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. Whether you believe that the animal-based PFP NFT projects are doomed, or whether you think they'll thrive forever and bask in the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, one thing that I think we can universally agree on is that some new types of projects in the space are good for consumers and collectors alike. And One such project would be Jenkins, the valet, which we covered at length on PackRip Media and the NFT podcast. The the second uh, project in that same vein, I would say, is Tools of Rock. And that's what we're going to cover today in advance of their uh, public sale on Monday. Uh, Tools of Rock is led by lead vocalist J.J. Lane, and I had the opportunity to sit down with him yesterday and catch up about his entrance into the NFT space. Tools of Rock, some of the things they've done to make it really consumer friendly, collector friendly in terms of the drop and um, how this whole project came to be uh, and specifically like how it exists without infringing on copyrights of, you know, major rock artists. So uh, I think you'll really enjoy this one. Without further ado, let's get into it with JJ Lane from Tools of Rock. And we are back. I am joined on the My Moment. Guest hotline by a very special guest, the lead vocals from the tools of rock. JJ Lane is
1: with me. JJ, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. And, uh you know, I, I wish I could say, honestly, I've always wanted to say this long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Listen, JJ, you have a rock and roll name. So,
0: I mean, JJ Lane is definitely a lead vocalist name or a drummer's name for sure. I don't want to intimidate you before we get started. Uh, but you should know that Jeremy Williams, Dr. Jeremy, the, the person you are speaking to was once a touring folk musician who was signed to a label himself. No way. Did a couple of dates no on, on the warp tour, did a couple of dates with Alanis Set and Bare Naked Ladies. This is oh. many moons ago um so you are with a singer guitar player harmonica player right now so uh, don't be in awe of my my rock ability i just want to make sure i get that out in the way uh, out of the way at the forefront here
1: well, it sounds to me like we need to do a, a special limited edition <laughs> um tools of rock nft for you yeah if you just do five of them that'll be that will be
0: enough For the people that would want them at this point, for sure. Uh, But listen, it's really nice to have you on. You know, I'm excited about this project for a number of reasons. there's a lot of fatigue around these avatar projects right now, and I just I'm I'm welcoming this project with open arms, uh, similar to Jenkins the Valet who I had on a couple of weeks ago, just because I believe that this project is is like at its core different. So before we get into Tools of to Rock, JJ, tell me about how you got into NFTs to begin with, because I see in your Twitter profile uh, you're an NFT investor, crypto events invest, investor, you're a, a hockey analyst and an investment banker. So what led you down this path?
1: Uh, yeah. So w- without taking up, you know, four hours, because all of our journeys, you know, are, are pretty winding. Uh, a buddy of mine was doing Top Shot. I never got into it. I didn't care for it, but he sent me a link to Zed Run, which is a horse racing NFT for those listening that aren't familiar. And um, that really was kind of my uh, entry point And I, I, I became obsessed with Zed. And so I spent all of April um, just pouring over Zed. And, and it was a situation where Uh, i saw some opportunity i reached out to a handful of friends I was like guys i I think we we need buying power and and so i went out and i raised a a small fund and we we started acquiring a a a good sized stable and it was shortly thereafter that board ape yacht club came on and i missed the mint and i wasn't quite plugged into the nft scene Uh, you know i was really only very myopically focused on zed and i i see these apes come out and i've uh, one reason or another I, I still don't know why but i was just drawn to monkey art and uh um obsessed with it and so you know started kind of going down this path of the generative art and digging in on nfts and um, so my my real journey started like may 7th um, and i guess nfts was was april and I look back and it seems like I've been in the space it's like for a five, lifetime. ten years. That's
0: an NFT lifetime. You know how like they say dog years is seven or eight years. Uh, April yeah. to now is like I would say like it's like six years of NFT life expectancy.
1: Yeah, it's 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 been a wild ride, and so that really got me in. And and I've I grew up collecting. I mean, obsessively collecting baseball cards and and um, a, a diehard video game player. I you know for my day job I. Uh, I lead our digital gaming uh, practice so we're focused on you know helping companies you know you know do mergers acquisitions capital raise you know in the gaming space and so this was a really logical transition over in terms of kind of subject matter um I see a lot of um you know how gaming is is you know coming over into the NFT space and I really think that that's the future is is when you start getting you know the, the gamification within the NFT Um, The play-to-earn aspects. I mean, that's the future, and that's where we're going. Um, And so, all of that stuff just—that—that's passion for me, um, you know, on a very personal level. So that's where we stand today. Wow.
0: Um, So let's get into Tools of Rock. Uh, You know, it's aesthetically very pleasing. So why don't you just talk about where the inspiration
1: for this project came from for you? Yeah. So. I never once, you know, I I I failed out freshman year of college of uh, computer science class, and uh, I wanted to make video games. Realized that I did not have that aptitude, and I was the son of a piano player and a traveling drummer, and I and my brother plays in a band, played in a band, and I got zero musical talent. Right, <laughs> so here we are. I now am running a company that does music-based technology. Right, um, doesn't make any sense, but. I was uh, I, I was talking to a friend who who needed some seed money for a startup that was in the music space and was like have you ever thought about doing NFTs like you could really you could crowdfund you know through an awesome NFT if you could come up with something and you didn't know what it was and I, I went back that that night and it just this idea popped and the, the symbolism for me was um, if you walk through like a Capitol Records or like a like if you went to Abbey Road Studios right and you walked in the hallway you'd have all these shadow boxes of the double platinums, the gold records, right? Of all these famous bands. And for me, I just like, I don't know where it really came from, but just that iconography of music and nostalgia. And it, it all was like, man, we that's what we have to do. We have to find something um, that hits on that. When I came up with the idea we weren't quite fully diluted like we are as, as you may be referred to as like kind of the, we're, we're, we're at Noah's Ark right now. And I made a joke yesterday, somebody saying, we're, we're at the stage, people are doing animal NFTs that Noah didn't even bring on the ark, right? Like we're yeah. so far past. Um, and, and we just got lucky. I mean, it, frankly, when I came up with it, I was like, I don't think the market's even going to like this because we're not doing the thing that the market is 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 liking, but it took us two months to develop this, and in that time, we got really lucky that the market has matured and changed and is hungry for that, you know, next evolution. So, that was the imagery. It's a shadow box. It's that nostalgia um, and recognizing kind of the icons of rock that came and, and kind of really established the music that we're now listening to today
0: so i'm looking at one of the renders for the art and and maybe you can help walk the audience through because they can't see what i'm seeing uh, but yeah it's it's a shadow box there's a, a record there's a sleeve there's a, a really uh ornately designed guitar pick and there's a ticket well, with an autograph on it and and a year so am i miss and there's like a
1: backdrop sort of set against it all am i missing any fundamental pieces uh no, yeah, you you nailed it. Yeah, so we 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 went for that we want to frame it. So we wanted to come up with really unique frames that um one either, you know, in the tone and, you know, modality of of our NFT, right? If it's gold or it's, you know, we we love gold stuff and, you know, you love rarity. So, you know, we have like a Woodstock frame which is wood, but it's got all these kind of faded um 1969 and peace and love and everything on it. Um, and then, yeah, we, we, the background that kind of sits is like that felt background that you would, or velvet background, you'd see, we, we went and, and we spent a couple of weeks researching every style pattern, uh, font style that correlated to 1964 to 1979, which is what our project volume one based around. And. And so every one of these traits was was you know very intricately researched to be t- era specific and and then yeah you've got the vinyl you've got album covers one thing to point out our biggest hurdle was you have these album covers like an abbey road well we can't remotely touch anything that would be you know infringing upon that you know amazing trademark um and so what we did was uh we we hired a ton of artists like i mean I probably actually hired 10 different artists. And I said, here's take an album and I want you to just interpret this. I don't want you to use anything from the original one. And they all failed. Uh, It was horrible. And I was thinking this is not going to happen. And our other artist who is, who's amazing, who's done all of our traits. I was like, Hey, I feel so bad. I know you're grinding. Would you be interested in, in just kind of helping? And you know, you're going to have to help on the album covers. Well, he proceeded to completely knock these out of the park and, we would just like look at the albums. We try and interpret them like on one, you know, we, we pulled in like pointillism and we, another one, it was, all right, let's look at what Salvador Dali and how can we infuse Salvador Dali into, um, you know, uh, uh, yellow brick road by Elton John, right? Like all these unique things. And it's like, we're able to create our own brand new art on an album cover. And if you're diehard in music, you can look at that and you can, and some of them you really are going to like, it'll be really fun to peel the onion back to see all the little things that connect to not just that album or the the songs or the artists. I mean, we want this to be something that really captures all three of those things. And so some are going to be a puzzle. Some like our Hotel California, it's very obviously like it's Hotel California, but it's not remotely infringing upon them. So those are the things that we try to do. And and I guess the last one is is we called it our rock history trait, which Uh, it doesn't appear on every single one when you meant, um, but it's, we, we looked at what were like the 50 most iconic events, album releases or concerts that occurred, um, in that window of time. And then, uh, we created, if it was a concert, we custom created these awesome concert tickets. So for Woodstock, if you get the Woodstock event, it's just so badass. The one you're referring to is Bob Dylan at Newport. Uh, when he played electric for the first time, it was a very polarizing event. Um, and so that tickets there, we've got, you know, when Jimi Hendrix passes away or Jim Morrison. Um, and then if you've got, and those, those come in the form of like newspaper cl- like, like you tore it out of a newspaper. And then our last one is if it was, you know, an album release, it looks like you tore it right out of the billboard top 100 um, that album. So we, we tried to be as, authentic uh, as we possibly could. You know, I'm an autograph guy. I got tons of hockey jerseys framed in my house. And and so between kind of the the Shadow Box, record labels and that, we just really wanted to to create that collector and nostalgia feel.
0: Yeah, well, you took one of the questions right off my list, which was, you know, how do you manage the sort of intellectual property challenges with paying homage to these classic artists without stepping over the line? So I can take that one off. And we can move into the roadmap. And what are some of the things that token holders can do with tools of rock uh, if they choose to cl- collect and mint more
1: than one? Yeah, great question, and and a brilliant setup. You've been doing this for a while. So, um, it, what we wanted to do is we wanted to create some uniqueness around the collectibility. We want to create some floor um, protection for the, the the investors. So, protecting you know your investment if you if you buy in. Um, and we, we found that so many of these projects, it, it it is just that it is a project. It's not a company. It's not a going concern. It is a thing that, Hey, we produce some art and our roadmap is we're going to release some merchandise and you can buy a hat and a t-shirt. And then we have this other thing down there where it says, Oh, we're, we're going to do something really awesome. We have something huge in store. Just wait, we'll tell you later. Right. And people lose interest and it dies down next thing you know project runs out and everyone's left holding the bags what we want to do was create long-term value uh, build tools of rock as a business um, that that just happens to be in the business of you know the metaverse and nfts and music and so what we've done is if you own three plus so essentially every multiple of three that you own you will get at a point a few weeks down the road uh, we'll do a wallet snapshot Uh, and you'll get a VIP badge. And so that VIP badge, it's your metaverse tour VIP badge. Uh, that is how I basically picture, and I built it upon, and I got to give a ton of credit to punk's comic because they have been blazing the trail in terms of adding value for their investors. And so that's what we really wanted to do is, um, this is like your punk's comic and we're not going to force you to stake it or burn it. Um, but by owning it we're going to continue to find ways to bestow value upon you by owning this thing. And so what we did was, first one, it's very simple. Uh, we we are in love with our album covers. And so if you own our VIP pass at a set date, it's undefined yet. We want to stagger these things, obviously. We don't want to give you everything day one. Um, you'll be able to go connect your wallet and then you'll have the option to just mint your own NFT album covers. So if you've gotten you've got three of these tools of rock and you've got abbey road or inspired by abbey road inspired by how california right and you could just mint and you'll get your album covers um which is going to be really cool uh we've also been in discussions with um forming a jv with uh an actual in real life company that is market leader at um vinyl production and album covers for record labels for artists um and so we'd love to find ways to create the crossover so now you can create this you can have your own nfc and you can go print it and hang it on your wall so um cool. so that's one that's just one benefit right and then the other one is um as soon as we sell out i've been in discussions uh you know with the guys over at sandbox uh they're big supporters of ours and and us them uh to to buy land um while they're not ready you know for multiplayer experiences just yet uh, the building can start um, and we're going to build the f- the first ever unbelievable, like, picture Red Rocks meets the Gorge meets, you know, Madison Square Garden. Like, we want to build an epic, one-of-a-kind sandbox concert venue. We know that that's a ways out. I mean, just from a dev time, it's going to take a while. Um, but once that's built, you your VIP, you get free access to th- that venue. Um, and the long-term play is once we start getting distribution, we get traction with eyeballs, it's now going out and, and, you know, proactively reaching out to the record labels, to the artists, um, and, and getting live events happening in the metaverse at our, um, at our arena and, and then being kind of the tool, tools of rock to, to bring the artists to the metaverse and, and corporates can't do it, right? If you look at every failed NFT where big celebs or corporates try and do it, they just think because they're big and there's you know celebrities that will all buy it. Well, this market is very smart from that standpoint and they always fail. And so, we would love to be kind of that way that the gateway for the music industry to enter this space um, in an organic way where they can get that adoption and acceptance. And for us, we can provide a unique opportunity in economics for the, the artists themselves because um they've already gotten crammed down with all the you know spotify's and apple music's um uh, but now they can do one of one nfts they can do unique drops with us they can go play these shows we can give them you know large cuts of secondary revenue and so now we're creating this unique you know musical kind of music economy um and, and to our our investors that own our vip pass they're getting these benefits um, and, and it's going to be so fun. And then the last one that dovetails to it is you also are going to get an avatar uh, or access to, to buy our avatar. While we understand avatars are completely played out um, for us, this has value because we call it gods of rock. And our gods of rock avatars are going to be these badass rockers of all different traits. And you're going to be able to get a 3D voxel version of that. And now you can take that into the metaverse and into the concert venue, um, and so now that's kind of the, the the path that we're kind of trying to you know pave here is where every every project begets the next project, and we're trying to create this continuity. Um, and so there's a reason and a why behind every single thing that we do. Um, and so yeah, hopefully that and and so VIP will will continue to give you more more benefits, just like Punk's comic, right? Um, we, we see that as a way to reward people that, that gave a shit about us when we were terrified that nobody would believe in us.
0: That's awesome. And, and, you know, you're going to have this drop, you're going to sell out nearly instantly. And, and, and that's fantastic. My question is going to be, you know, what is the next era of tools of rock look like and what years do you plan to have and and what sort of artists would inspire the next volume, uh, for tools? Yeah.
1: So and and <laughs> by the way, yeah, so our white paper just just finally went live um while we were on this. I I, I was proofreading it right before we got on and I wrote it last night, proofread it, and then our guy just texted saying, Hey, we're live on that. And that was something that uh we 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 put in our white paper was volume two, which you brought up. Um so this is Tools to Rock Volume One, 64 to 79, volume two, nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety-nine. What gets me the most excited about that one is is two bands personally for me. Um, you're gonna have to, like, I can't wait to buy these in the secondary, right? And and I say that because I've told my team we're not buying um, it, in any of our pre-sales. Like we don't want to have polluted incentives. We don't wanna accidentally get a, a super rare one and then somebody accuses us. So we're trying to be above board, but I want the Nirvana and Metallica one, like personally, very, very badly. Um, we've got probably 80% of volume two, uh, at least underway or like understood where we're going with it. What bands, what albums, what rock history, uh, because we originally built two months ago, we built our trait list to be 1960 to 1999. Um, so we split it, you know, pretty early on, but we, we were working off of that assumption uh to start with so we're really far on volume two so do you uh think that at some point the the tools of rock community
0: will like participate in the crowdsourcing of who would be participating in these different volumes
1: oh th- that that is a great idea um you know i i candidly like i hadn't even thought about it which which pains me but we've been trying to solicit the community just in our you know discussions on pre-sale right like um, I think the, the hallmark right now of, of, that I'm most proud about the project and we haven't even released yet is, um, the transparency and like the communication. And it's interesting in a day job and in a business, those things kind of go without saying, I find that the NFT space a, at times, those are, 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 hard to come by. And
0: well, well, cause you can hide behind anonymity, you know, and, um, I don't know if you saw the untamed elephant debacle
1: going on oh gosh you know just bits and pieces yeah but but i think
0: uh jj you're well timed because i think the era of anonymous nft projects getting blind support is over i I think people in the past two weeks have had enough between fame lady and untamed and and i mean um and, and personally speaking i really don't participate in many projects because if i if i'm having people on i don't want it to feel like i'm pumping my own bag in that sense um, yeah but but I I think that we're we're sort of ripe for a change in terms of people starting to demand more transparency because too many people are getting burned and you know as a result it's gonna promote promote more skepticism on, on the market at the whole so teams are gonna have to have uh, especially I think developmental teams and dev teams are gonna have to have a brand behind them uh, and yeah. I think like that's what uh royal society of players has done really well having landmark behind them and in just in the way you guys have positioned yourselves uh with tools of rock you and belfort i think you're you're on your way to have the same sort of success
1: well uh, we we really appreciate that and and you know the the rsop guys are um you know that they're they're leading the way and and, and i look at a handful of these projects we're we are materially thankful that we're even being you know brought up in the same breath as them um and but we take that responsibility seriously uh you know i i look at our community and i was just i was at my parents' house yesterday and like setting them up on metamask and my dad runs a sprinkler company and all of his he he gifted all of his employees um enough eth to buy one of our things and and you know all these like there's so many people that are so excited, but also that are depending on me at this stage now. And, and um, it's like, that's fairly heady. Um, I, I would feel horrible. Like, I mean, I, it, it would be disgusting and I'd feel horrible if, you know, if, if you let them down and and you were a bad actor in the situation. And so um, for us, like the path of, that we're, we're planning to take and, and to ask that question, I would love to basically open up half the catalog and say, Hey, Community vote. Uh go to the website, whatever, maybe doing Discord. I'm not that sophisticated. I don't know if you can do it, but um, let's vote. Like please tell us, you know, what things you want to see the most. And and I think that'd be so badass because uh at the end of the day, everyone talks about community. Uh, if you genuinely care about the community, you listen to the community and you you you're agile and you react to it. Well, and and you know, one of the things that I listen to everything.
0: I should preface it with that. Um, I, I'm I was a string bassist, so I like classical music. I, I listen to it all. Uh, but one of the things that I love about rap, in particular, is there is always this top five argument. So I think phrasing in rock a top five argument by era is really fun for people that are are rockheads to to get involved with because no one really has those conversations. It's pretty much exclusively rap. So I think. Yeah, that that's going to be a really great sort of uh, way to keep your Discord going and your community going. Uh, but I mean, the other thing I want to talk about before we get off, uh, because, you know, I am known to call out shenanigans when I see them. But I have to say, offering the mint passes early to those 2000 early Discord members uh, and, and alleviating the gas burden, not only for those 2,000 folks who are early in the Discord, but also for the other, you know, other people who are going to be purchasing at the public sale. Uh, I I hope more projects go in that direction because that's just giving a shit. You know what I mean? And, and you don't have to do that. And it took more work, I'm sure, in terms of the programming and the coding. Um, but that is... I've been waiting for a project to do that, and I think that that was a really, really great move and uh, kudos to you on that one. what 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 led you to down that path? I'm just curious.
1: Yeah, I mean, candidly, I got to give a lot of credit to every everyone on my team. We all every single one of the guys on our team um, buys NFTs and we eat sleep and breathe when we're done with our day jobs, we're sitting on our computer for eight hours a day buying and wanting to to move and sell NFTs, right? And so we, we, we've been in those situations and, and, you know, every day we're all doom scrolling Twitter and, and, and understanding the, the trials and tribulations that we all go through. And, and so that's really where it was born from was, um, being in the trenches personally. And and we saw, and we said, look, we like, how can we do this differently? Um, we wanted to, to find, I, I was to, originally, I was terrified, candidly, to do a pre-sale because I think uh, mentally, I didn't want to to face the music right away that I might only sell 500 pieces. Right, like I, I have for for a month now, I I live in this like constant fear, and I have these like lucid dreams of me. You know, we're sitting here with 500 of sold, an absolute failed project, right, and. You Know it, it is horrifying. And so I was very put off by the thought process because I was like, Oh, if we just keep waiting, if we keep waiting, and and we finally were like, dude, we, we gotta do this and and we have a unique opportunity. And as I said, told my team yesterday, if we pull this off and it goes smooth, we are now like we're the gold standard. People will look at it and say, Hey, if Why you want to have a, 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 yeah, if you want to do a drop in the NFT space, you need to copy tools of rock. And we, we started the development of it on Sunday and working through every pro, con, wrinkle, loophole, how we couldn't get hit by a bot, how somebody couldn't work the system. I'm not going to lie. like It's probably been the most stressful, I guess, four days now. Like, I mean, it started Sunday afternoon. Um, we did all of our tests this morning. It worked flawlessly. Um, I think we're there. But you're right. Like that was four extra days of of just absolute grinding. Um, and and what you you discover is there's more when, when money is involved, and it, people will find every possible way to exploit it. Right. And we knew that we have goodwill with our our community right now, but we're one fuck up away on one of these. You know, like something that we're trying our hardest to do. But if we overlook something man, we, we lose all this goodwill. Right. And and we, we hurt people badly. And so, um, I think, I think we have covered every single base. We didn't rush it. We did it right. Um, and we're ahead of schedule. So that's how I think, pray to yeah, God I, that execution tomorrow pans out.
0: Yeah. I think that the, the sort of perfect storm for that is, is, uh, a lack of maturity in the space, the space itself, not being mature, And then, uh, the anonymity, I think that sort of perfect storm, um, makes it ripe for bad actors. And, um, who do you hold accountable, you know, in this anonymous world? So I think it was a a brilliant move. And, uh, you know, I, I think that you'll have huge success and I think that there will be people who just from a collector perspective, appreciate that effort, uh, because it shows that you're conscientious. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think we should wrap this one up, JJ. I know you have a, you're on the first mint tonight. You've got a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, I'm like the first stop of many this evening. You're going to be uh
1: tired of talking by the end of the night. Hey, you know, it's, it's always nice to talk to a a principal and not be in trouble. So I really appreciate you. It's not over yet. We haven't hung up (laughs) yet. So let's, let's just see where the call takes us. No, but
0: JJ, it's been a total pleasure. What I'd love to do is maybe have you on next week? And I know that sounds crazy, but just to have a reflection of the drop because one thing, one perspective I haven't gotten yet from one of these these developers of these project teams is like, what are the lessons learned from trying to actually execute uh, a drop? And and I think it would be probably great for your Discord members too uh, to hear what went well and what didn't go well. And I'd love to give you a platform to do that if you join me again.
1: I'd love to. I mean, I, I think self reflection and and you know, diving back in and, and pros and cons will be great. And, um, you know, hopefully we all the, the whole community learns from this situation. Absolutely. JJ, thank you so much for joining us on NFT. Hey, appreciate it guys. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it.
0: you have it i want to thank my very special guest jj lane for joining me on the mymoment.com guest line and sharing all that information about tools of rock again the public sale starts on monday you can find uh the the details for the project in terms of where you can find them on twitter and then that links to their discord in the show notes uh thanks again jj for joining and uh, thanks to all of you for listening we'll talk to you soon (laughs) Oh, 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 oh oh, 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 oh